Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. All right, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. This is Matteo. We're here with Emma. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> I was like, Emma, say something. They need to know that you're here. Um, we're doing an epi- we're doing an episode today with Robbie Roth. Uh, Robbie, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> Good. Um, so, Robbie, if Robbie's Instagram is uh, Robbie Round the World, queer travel host of Gaycation Travel Show, and um, you know you're talking to two comedians, Robbie. So we only talk travel. We only talk flights. We only talk points. We only talk airlines. And we only see other comedians at airports. So today we're going to ask you a lot of very annoying questions. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do but it. Also, the way that we travel, I can only, like, I literally was just talking about travel tips with someone the other day. And I am uh, embarrassed to say this to someone who actually knows good travel tips, but they were talking about trying to eat healthy on the road and how there wasn't a microwave in their room. So I told them to take the ironing board out and get what? some, uh, get some, um, uh, like a, a wrapping thing to put, like, I was like, put the food in that. And then you take the iron and you can like heat up green beans or chicken. I was like, if you're in some kind of shitty situation and they don't have a microwave and they have a Keurig, so you can't get hot water, take, what is it? What's the, the not plastic wrap, it's not saran wrap. What's the metal leaf Parchment. Wrap? Oh, tin foil? Not parchment. Aluminum foil. foil. Like, yeah. Take, aluminum foil. Thank you so much. So I said, take that. Then you take the iron thing. And then you can heat something up if you are in a place where you, for some godforsaken reason, you can't get some grilled chicken. Okay, I promise you, Robbie, I do so not stand by Emma's. Wait, but Emma, have you actually done that? No. Well, then don't tell other people to do it. <laughs> What's I wrong have, with you? You're going to start haven't. fires. I, I don't know if I can co-sign I was on reading that. About, <laughs> I was reading about travel tips because when I started trying to be really healthy over COVID and I was like, what am I going to do if I start traveling again? Like, and I was reading about like health tips on the road and they were like, if you're someplace where you can't cook your own food, this is one way to do it. But it was also written by a family that was homeless. Okay. This, all right. So, (laughs) all right, Ravi, tell us, tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from? Where do you live? And, and what do you do? Sure. Um, So I'm from a little small town called Dalton outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, okay. Oh, the office. Go ahead. The office. Yeah. I live in New York City. Um, I live in Chelsea. And nice. I, yeah. You you both are in Manhattan too, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. And I have a, some family members in Scranton. Is it my family? <laughs> it's it's Mark, Mark and Francis Batten. Okay. Not my family, but that's cool. Do yeah, you get a visit them? But I've probably been like 15 times, but the last time I went, is there, there's a all women's college kind of near there. It's really small. It's like 400 people. It's really small. It's like an hour and a half outside of there. Marywood? Mary, no, Marywood's yes. not all women. Marywood's not all women, but it's not. Did it used to be? Oh, no. It's there's a, a college. It's, it's within driving distance. It's not in the town. But the last okay. time I saw them, I was doing that college and they, they so- came up and came to the show. So, so, so Robbie, what do you, what do you do for work? Uh, So I'm a gay travel guru. Um, Basically before the pandemic, I would trek the globe and uncover queer culture everywhere I went. And I vlog about it. I didn't blog with a B. I did the V um, because I just like doing video content. Uh, It's just more, so much more exciting for me. Um, And it's like more fun to make. 
And I, before the pandemic, I got to 32 countries and then the world ended. And um, I was like, what am I doing now? Mm. And I went out to LA to stay with my brother. I went from living alone to having a five-year-old roommate. He got the big bed, my nephew. And um, while I was out in LA, I booked the host of the Gaycation Travel Show, which premieres in two days on Friday. And we kind of started like, we kind of started, you know, coming up with the format and, um, picking destinations all around the world because we thought at this point it was July, the world would be open by August. Then the world would sure. be open by October, then December, then. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's been. Well, you're the, the EU is opening back up yeah. now. Well, actually I have questions about that later, but I'm sure this this is exciting for you because this means you get to start traveling and uh, vlogging again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. The first season of Gaycation Travel Show has eight episodes. Two of them are international, and I didn't go there in person, so I was hosting from my room. Oh, that's uh, so interesting to host a travel show but not actually be there. Yeah, you're like, I th- I think the street food's good, but right. <laughs> yeah, so I worked with um, content creators and travel gurus that were on the ground there, uh, people mm-hmm. that I I really like and trust. So it's just for two episodes, and the other six I went. Um, so last month I went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I like Tulsa. It's great, right? There's like a one street where there's like, you can see gays or at least queer people or, you know, or at least someone who wears hats differently. And, you know, they have like good coffee and like food upscale. You know, it's like, I didn't know what I thought when you think Oklahoma. The Mm -hmm. only person I met from Oklahoma, because I'm from Chicago, was like, I've never met an Italian. So I was like, I don't know what's happening in Oklahoma. But I went there. I was like, wow, this is a cool, hip place. So cool. And, And from there, I went to Cedar Rapids. Iowa. And, and did you at, pick these places out as places you'd been before or were they picking them no, out? No, these were you? these were new. So like some of the destinations in our first season are places that are known. So like the first episode is Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh and then Are you picking places that are queer friendly or it's like like obviously because it's gaycation and you're you know you're gay, but it's like are you picking places that that have gay things. I'm being serious because yeah. gays can't, we yeah. can't travel everywhere. Or leave oh, being yeah, open. Like, there are gays everywhere though. So not every right. time, not every place you go to is like, I want to go and take off my clothes and, 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 and uh, you know, that's not travel for everyone. Some, a lot of times it's more so like, where can I be safe? Where can I go that mm-hmm. as a queer person that I can be myself? Are right. there other queer friendly establishments or businesses? And finding that in Cedar Rapids and Tulsa, was incredible because there was such a massive queer community almost Hmm. every activity we did from like ceramics like ghost style ceramics to um which demi demi moore shows up she needs the work (laughs) (laughs) molly you in danger girl yeah (laughs) Uh, um and and then i went to the llama farm and all these places which is a llama farm llamas just living their lives Um, oh my god i've been to one of those that's so fucking random i've been to one was it, was it, but was it cool? Had- yeah. <laughs> was it what? Was it, was it lesbian? Was it, did lesbians have a llama farm? Um, you know what? The, the people who owned the llama farm were a straight couple, but they were very, yeah. they were so. But they're like, we know gays love llamas. So we've bought, <laughs> got this farm and then we just get a bunch of gays and lesbians out here to come pet them. The Prairie Patch Farm, they had me go on their tractor and I wore like my, I had a tank top on that said born this way. And I had a straw mm-hmm. hat and like I put in some one of those things called that you put in your mouth and you're like, hey, straw. hey, hey, straw. straw. I had some hay and um, yeah. And then I wore like a rainbow jumper 
and I did a pride parade with the llamas. Like it was so amazing. And this happened in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Well, yeah, there's not llamas in. (laughs) I was with other llamas. There was other llamas. Yeah, yeah. I only think of llamas as Fortnite because in Fortnite, if you get a llama, it's like you won a prize kind of thing. So I only associate llamas with Fortnite, but I don't know that I've actually seen a llama in real life. Okay, interesting. uh, I guess I am. I guess it's something that queer people do. Bi, uh, gay, lesbian, trans. Let's let's go. Let's do it. Actually, I don't think you're missing out so much because llamas are kind of like bitchy. They're not the friendliest of animals. But that's why ga- no, that's no. why gays like them. Mm. <laughs> if you touch their back, they don't like it. They really like to be pet, uh... like just on their neck. And like you can get, you can do little like nose rubs with them. They'll oh, that's do, fun. They'll do the nose rubs, but they will spit on you if you touch their back. Well, here's okay, the thing is, I, I'm I'm also I'm I'm not a uh, gay man who likes to. I don't drink or do drugs, so like I I don't I don't you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't like to um, uh, like go that. to Mykonos and party. Yeah, like I yeah. do yeah. like to do vacations where it's like. What's the food or what's the, and I, to each his own. I'm just not a partier. Sure. So sometimes when I think about like queer vacationing for queer people, whether you're gay, straight, trans, bi, whatever, um, maybe not the straight part, but it's like, what are, what are your best options for traveling? Well, uh, interna- internationally. Like best options as in like, what do you look for or what places? What that's Yeah, like I, I, when I, I guess, yeah, a better way to word it is like, when I think of gay traveling, I usually think of like either like an Atlantis cruise or like sort of like the stereotypical like mm. party stuff. So it's like, if I'm, let's say I'm just a queer couple and we want to do something in another country, but we don't want to do like the Mykonos and all that stuff. Like, what are some, what are some fun options or what are some things people can do? Oh my God, there's, well, there's so many. First of all, you can use, there's a lot of queer tour operators or travel agents that you can go through and that can help plan it out. Because I know that safety is going to be a huge concern for people coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I mean, I had a blast in Copenhagen. Um, you know, I had mm-hmm. a blast in Hamburg. Uh, it wasn't just go to Berlin and go to, like, get tied up in the club. Like, it was, it was, there's a lot of really amazing things that you can see in this world. Even Mykonos, you know, I went to that incident the party you're talking about, but like we did so many things that were outside of that, you know, like mm. going on excursions and seeing museums and trying different food. I'm also vegetarian. So I'm, I'm all about like finding like the best farm to table and we're like vegetarian food around the world. Um, and by the way, before everyone gets up my ass about this, I'm not saying that gays can't just travel for fun or queer people. I'm just sure. saying if you're queer, want to do something queer friendly, but you the only things you know of are sort of big parties. What are your, you know, are there other queer right. open? We love queers. We've got llamas in Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have llamas in Cedar Rapids. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of, of what we're, we're really trying to do with Gaycation Travel Show is like to give you these options. You know, our first episode drops on Friday. It is Manhattan. And we only go to two queer bars. Mm, and which no ones? One, well, one of them is for Drag Queen Bingo. Can you guess nice. which one it is? Can you guess which bar? Industry? That's the only one I know. Pisces? Pieces. 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 <laughs> yeah. Pieces for Drag Queen Bingo. Um, I actually won $750 that one time. So Holler! They don't mess around with Drag Queen Bingo. And the other oh, place yeah. was um, the Atlas Social Club in Hell's Kitchen. Mm. And everything else was like, you know, finding out, finding like cool workouts outside the box or um, art. Workouts? That's awesome. Like things that are just like different, you know, because everyone's 
everyone i work with a drag queen in the first episode and we go which to drag party. queen <laughs> queen glow job do you know her i don't but good for her a, she's fabulous that's a great name yeah her, her her name is zach job and then the the drag name is queen glow job just playing off the Got job it. um but she's really heavy into the activism world so i was like take me on a day in a life so if someone's coming mm. to new york city and they want to they want to do kind of something that's different we went to do gymnastics at chelsea piers we went shopping cool. for fabrics at fashion avenue so she can make her own costume and then we went to a protest like it was just really cool things that you can do when you're coming to new york that aren't like let's go to stonewall i mean stonewall's mm-hmm. great but like there's so many other things like seeing Absolutely. both of you perform too i wish we got that hey. well we weren't performing we were sitting at home twiddling <laughs> our thumbs in anxiety that was the last year <laughs> but you're welcome to come watch that anytime. but you're welcome to come watch that yeah. anytime em and i, I will love sit and, and twiddle our thumbs <laughs> Get my anxiety away from taking in yours. It'd be perfect. Yes. I've always wanted to go to Copenhagen. That's like the place that I would love, 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 love to go. What was it like there? What, and also, what's like a typical day? Like, would you have the the local food? Oh, yeah. Um, McDonald's mean, only. <laughs> <laughs> like, Copenhagen has some of the most incredible food in mm. and architecture in the world. Um I, you know, a typical day is like so random because I, I, first of all, I'm like, I run on adrenaline, um, sure. traveling, so I don't really sleep much. Uh, so mm. I'm like up at 6am. I want to find a cute cafe. I want to do like, the, I love learning about cities by doing like a queer history tour or a queer walk. Mm. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, and they which, which like- you can't walk one centimeter in Italy without being like, also, this is gay. Right. Also what? Also, this is gay. That statue's gay. This artist is gay. Yeah. That painting's gay. They're gay. Everything's gay in Italy. I want to go to Italy. Have you not been to Italy? Italy? Well, I was supposed to go to Milan for... Don't go to Milan. Skip Milan. I was supposed to go for a Really? And then it got canceled because of COVID, so... Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't go. I highly recommend, as an Italian and someone who's lived there and has family there, I highly recommend, Milan's fine, but it's it's not, like, if you're looking for an Italian experience, Milan is very industrial, sure. very European. Um, of course, they're obviously Italian, but, like, if you're looking for, like, um, let's say the more romantic side of Italy, uh, Rome and South. Go South hmm. of Rome. Rome, Naples, Bari, uh, Calabria, Reggio di Calabria, Sicilia. You want to go to all Ooh. these places. Say that, say that again. Sicilia. <laughs> yes. I have questions because I bought my tickets to go back to Italy, um, Spain and Italy, July 1st. But now I'm panicking because I'm like, well, they haven't announced like when they're going to release these European mm. green passes. And I'm just for selfish reasons. I'm curious if you had any information about that. <laughs> I don't have like insider, insider facts, but from you know, all the groups that I'm a part of, uh, we're going to be going to, we're going to be allowed to go into Europe um, to most places. I'd say within the next month or two, it's going to open up really quickly. Um, Especially World Pride is happening. uh, I want to say it's like August 1st to the 15th and it's going to be Copenhagen and um, Malmo. And yeah, I'm not sure exactly on the dates, but I know that, America, like people from the United States, their vaccine will be allowed to go to that at least. 
Because Spain was like, you can come in by June. That's what Spain said. And Italy said May 15th. I was like, yeah, but we're supposed to have these like, yeah, but we're supposed to have these passports. It's so confusing. Yeah. I didn't know World Pride was happening, actually. So that's great. Yeah, That's going to be, that'll be awesome. I really want to go in Copenhagen. So hopefully it happens. Where was the first place you did your travel? Like, what was your first vlog? Oh my God, it was so bad. So the first- You got to start somewhere. The first time I ever left the United States of America, Mm -hmm. I was, Mm -hmm. I proposed to my boyfriend at the time. Wow. Anymore, so whatever. But- um, Wait, you're not together anymore? We're not together anymore. It didn't work out. Oh, we're going to ask questions about that in a minute. (laughs) So I went to London, Paris, and Barcelona, like basic. But, you know, great. I traveled. And um, my brother, his name's Yogi, and he's a big travel guru as well. He said that I should journal. And I was like, I don't journal. So then he's like, oh, you should take some video. And so I was just like an idiot abroad. Like, hey, hey, guys, I'm in Barcelona. And Gardi, Gandhi, Gatti, whatever you are, you're fierce. Just like, like a stupid, like there was no format. There was nothing. Sure. It was all over the place. And it was vertical. So on YouTube, right. great. Um, right. And then I came home and I showed my talent manager. And he was like, this is really funny. Like you could have a travel show because I'm also. So actor. you were already in the business. You were yeah. already doing something that was it acting or comedy? Emma. What were you doing? I yeah. love Emma. Emma's like, and you're in the business, all right? Yeah. Like you're like, yeah. a, I, was, I, love I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um. I came. I moved to New York City to do the Broadway. Um, oh, so, good for you. Yeah, musical theater, all that stuff. Uh, and then the next day, I got invited to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Oh shit. And which, which which administration was this? Obama. Okay. Whew. Um. So I go there on a private jet, and I what? shot horizontal, and then I took a Greyhound bus home. Um, right. But then yeah, I yeah. put together this reel, and then um, kind of learned how to do a format, and kind of BS my way into the industry, and. Charmed a few people, got on a few more trips, and then um, I started working with this girl named Anna Garwood from the Travel Channel, and cool. Then she left, and we just you know continued to blossom. We're, and we're yeah. big fans of the Travel Channel here, by the way. Ghost Adventures. We've talked about this show numerous amounts of times, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> and uh, big big fans over here, the tra- Travel Channel. Um, can I ask you about airlines, tickets, uh, points, and? Do you do you feel dedicated to a specific airline, and what are your recommendations for buying tickets for oh, yeah. those flying? Okay, so I definitely mm-hmm. would say go on Skyscanner, um, and also Google Flights to look up flight information. I'm a big believer in like racking up all of the miles with all of the credit cards from one airline. So I have uh, American Airline. Um, so I have the Chase, all of the all of the city cards. Um, so I have like four credit cards that I just dabble into and just rack up the points so that when I want to take a trip, I'm like rolling in the points. Okay. I um, never thought of that. So you will do for the same airline, but just different cards. So I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. Cause I have one United card and then I have another travel card, but I didn't know that I could have multiple connections to United through different cards. Yeah, and then like I, I try to pretty much put everything on my credit card, and then yep. transfer transfer the money over when I have it, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. just rack up those points because like you never know when you're gonna want to go on like a spontaneous trip or, um, 
just in general, like just to have, just to have the miles. So I would, I'm a big believer in like racking it up on one card and then Google flights is great change, but don't be afraid to change your time zones. Um, so if you're, so we're in New York city, right? So if you go on Google flights and you look up a flight from New York city to Barcelona, um, mm -hmm. round trip, but why don't you look it up from another city and see what the price difference would be? So instead of from New York city, what's it like from like Boston? Take hmm. it from Boston to Barcelona is cheaper. Maybe you can get like one of those $12 buses up to Boston. It just depends hmm. on like how much money you want to save. Um, and yeah, so I mean, Skyscanner is my jam. Google flights are my jam. Kayak actually works great too. Um, and then I also love working with uh, Airbnb, Mr. BNB, and then there's a new one called Fabstays. Fabstays is great. Never heard of it. I don't know if y'all like care about um, like hotels versus uh, an Airbnb style place, but I love Fabstays because you know if the person is queer or queer friendly right off the bat because they're part of this mm. company called Fabstays. And they're getting bought all around the United States right now because in Airbnb, I would search like gay friendly or because I want to stay yes. with somebody that knows about queer culture and I learn about it from that person. Mm -hmm. um, so with Fabstays, I think we're going to be in good, some good hands. That's actually really good to know. Yeah, because when you also, and they do internationally as well. Like if you're traveling, they're going to start to do more international stuff. Yeah. But they just launched this year during COVID. And um, it's an awesome company. And it's like same price points as Airbnb or Mr. BNB. And Mr. BNB is cool too. Like it works. Um, so Mr. BNB is more international. They started in Europe. So they, they got Europe covered. I've Any never heard of Mr. BNB. You never, never heard, heard of it? it? No. Any, any recommendations on ways to make flights uh, time fly faster or what to do in airports when you're at a layover? Okay, this is the best thing. So instead of have a layover, make it a gay over. So, Ooh. so let's just say you're going from New York City and you're doing your stand-up show in Aspen. Um, but Ooh. you have like a seven-hour layover in Denver. Just make it a gay over and stay the day in Denver. You can, nine times out of 10, you can change your, your connecting flight and just push it back. Like you have like 24-hour windows, so you can push it back. And then you can have like a whole day in Denver. So you don't have to stay at the airport. Um, mm. That's I highly recommend doing that. Uh, another option is to, <laughs> so sometimes I do this thing where I like, I act like I'm important and I am important. So I will be on the phone and have like a really important business call and I'll walk right into the lounge at the airport. And if you can get into the lounge, then you're golden. Um, oh yeah. Especially on like an international place. Like, I walked, I did, I waltzed into the lounge in Doha, Qatar, and just stayed there. And it was like a 20 hour layover and it just made my gay over happen to be in the lounge. And it was great. You can sleep. There's all this food. It was fantastic. And, you know, a, a lot of people say that they're nervous about it. And I kind of sometimes walk people, walk people through how to do it um, on Instagram. And I know it's not like necessarily like the most, like if you're afraid of getting caught, like all you can just, you can just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know or whatever. If you sure. get caught. But it's kind of a great thrill. And um, once you're in there, I mean, it's great. I never thought of that because I do the United Lounge, but I'd love to walk into some of those other lounges. So you just pretend you're on an important call? I pretend I'm on an important call. And if they like say something, I'll just like walk with, if you walk with a mission, yes. you walk with a mission, you're, go you're golden.
Also, also the conversation would be something that no one wants to challenge. So it's like diarrhea. That's what he said it was. You know, and then right. they're like, oh my God, this guy's got to, he's got to go. Oh, he's got to go. Walk in and be like, well, I'm going to sue his fucking ass for being homophobic. And I don't care that he didn't. <laughs> so he's saying he didn't know I was gay when he stopped me when I walked in the store. I don't give a fuck. And then they're like, oh go. shit. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I would That's love the way to go to one of That's... those lounges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, um, you know, make sure you download your Netflix, your yes. Hulu, your Prime videos. Make sure you download season one of Gaycation Travel Show so you can just watch all of your all of your programs. Plug it in. Um, watch all your programs in. If you can't get into the lounge and you can't leave to do a gay over and you're just stuck at that airport, at least you have like entertainment. So yeah, it'll be like a gay a gay or Rick Stevens or Steve's. Remember Rick Steve's? Yes. What's his name? Yes. Were there any places that surprised you where you're like, oh, I thought this place would be so different gaycation wise? Yeah, Cedar Rapids and Tulsa. Um, oh, and those are good surprises, it sounds like. Great surprises. That's you know, great. I was a little underwhelmed with not non gaycation wise, like just in general, Amsterdam was a little underwhelmed. Really? I love no, they're all, they're all high. They're all like, hey, you know, they're. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it, the canals were beautiful. So beautiful. And the museums. And I'm not even like someone that does that stuff. But I was there, I think, when I was in college. And I I loved Amsterdam. But I didn't have high expectations of it. No pun intended. Like, I just was more... I wasn't... I think now, if I went, it's like everyone's like, it's the best. I think I was just kind of like curious about it. And it was beautiful. And I saw outside. I went around Holland. And they have the red light district, don't they? Oh, they did. Mm, I didn't go to that. See, the red... Okay. So when I went... I ate one of the space cakes and oh boy, this was back in the day. And I had this idea while I was eating a space cake that I was going to go to the red light district. And instead of get a girl for sex, I was going to do a um, Diane Sawyer interview. So I'm just like walking around. I find the red light district and it's King's day. So King's day in Amsterdam is like this huge celebration. It's basically like, if you think of New York City Pride and you multiply that by like 20, that was that was Amsterdam. So it was already oh, like wow. so overwhelming with so many people. But I got to I got one of the girls to say yes. And she brought me into and like I walked up the stairs down the corridor into the room. And she's like, I just don't want to be on camera. And so she like had, she was like side profile. And meanwhile, I had none of the questions I wanted to ask her prepared. But I was just like, how did you get into this? And like. All of this, like I, this whole thing, I put it up. It's, I think it's on YouTube. Um, it's definitely on my on my Amsterdam video. But um, mm. it, and that was interesting. You know, it was really interesting learning about why she's doing that. But then after we got done, she goes, "Now take your clothes off. That's fuck." I'm like, uh, no. The whole point was like, we're not having sex. You don't want to right. Um. Well, I mean, I like guys. It was right. so. That she couldn't happened. tell. Yeah. <laughs> What are you saying? I said yeah, what yeah, I yeah, said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that was and you paid her for so you like hired her for the time and then she Yeah, I hired her for the time and that's did, great. Did the interview. Huh. I did not do the red light district when I was there. I went all around. I did the Van Gogh Museum. I did a bunch of stuff. I didn't do the red light district. I think I was I think I thought that it would make me feel sad. I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah. I've heard it's very well, it's nicely like set up and it's a nice good yeah, to see cute. it was a cute area um i mean there's a lot to love about amsterdam too you know it's just 
I came, that was the trip where I went to Copenhagen by myself first as mm. like, as my day over. So I was like two mm-hmm. days in Copenhagen and then I went to Amsterdam for like the full trip. And I kind of wish I did it in reverse. Mm. Uh, I, was, I just fell in love with Copenhagen. Um, also, I love traveling solo. And I was yes. with some friends in Amsterdam. And I love the friends I was with were great. But, you know, when you travel with people, people get tired. People want coffee. People want to sleep more. <laughs> people want mm-hmm. coffee. <laughs> the <laughs> demands <laughs> of your yeah, friends. Yeah. They want coffee. <laughs> they want sleep and coffee? What? <laughs> yeah. But, Mateo, but it's actually, true. Mateo, we didn't we didn't officially meet, but we were on the same cruise together last year on the Vakaya. Oh, oh Emma, you were on there too. too. You were on there too? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, going back to your question of like things to do that, that in the queer travel space that aren't like Atlantis. I mean, Vakaya was a great example because that had that element if you wanted that, but there was also mm. so much more and the entertainment was just like sick. So, Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Did you, what did you guys think of that cruise? I thought it was great. I had a yeah, great time. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, we're also so. I mean, I remember they, they didn't include Wi-Fi. I was doing work like during the day. I was, yes, I the Wi-Fi like, was the biggest thing. They didn't thing. include Wi-Fi. And then I got a, like an $800 bill for Wi-Fi or something insane like that. And I didn't get it. So I was kind of that, I think maybe mm-hmm. like, oh, yes. seriously, they didn't include Wi-Fi in the room. But, but um, other than that, it was so, I, one thing I loved about being on a cruise too was it was so nice not having my cell phone work during the day like it it kind of like made you be on vacation and the food was great it was really fun yeah i don't particularly enjoy cruises i'm not a cruise person mm-hmm. um i don't like being stuck i don't like being told how much time i have to explore i don't like being told what to eat i don't like being told i don't like it um yeah. i did the vacaya mexico trip which was way more of my vibe it was like a nice mm. hotel you could relax and go about your ways and you know, that, that, that to me was more my vibe. I've just, some people are cruise people and some people are not cruise people. And I'm like, yeah, I am not a cruise person. Yeah. That was my first all. cruise. That was my first one. Um, but it also didn't really feel like it was like a real cruise because we went to like, you know, went to like P-Town. We went to right. The, like we didn't go a to P-Town like. P-Town was the best. We got to go to yeah. P-Town. I had a, I felt like yeah, a kid. Yeah, we were like P-town. on yeah. bikes and yeah, that was great. But, you yes. know, travel and yes, traveling with friends can be sometimes tricky, but I I have, tra- I mean, I've, Emma and I travel alone all the time for work. And if it's a moment of relaxation or vacation, I definitely, I want friends to be around because I'm so used to being alone when I travel. It's like, oh, I, I don't have the confidence sometimes to go alone and do things by myself. Mm. What was the, what destination were you the most surprised about, both of you, like that you were blown away by... It could be. It could be like the queer culture. It could just be like you thought you you were not expecting much, and then you were just blown away. I know mine. Uh, you go because I have to think. So I was so blown away by Kansas City. I remember I had booked all these colleges around Kansas, and then and I remember there's Kansas City, and then there's what's what it starts with a T, and it's like two hours from Kansas City, and it's very conservative, and I'm totally blanking on it, but. I drove from there to Kansas city and just like seeing the landscape change. And that was, I just loved Kansas city. And I've been back there a few times. I, it's just like, it's someplace where every time I'm there, I'm always like, wow, I, I love Kansas city. And also Florida has surprised me too. Like I love, I don't know. I like, there's something about Florida. I love how flat it is. I like the palm trees. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Maine. So it's okay. very like, 
little New England shops and there's something in Florida, like the big malls and the over the topness. I really like that. And also I was surprised by Vegas, like getting out of the Vegas strip. There were parts of Vegas. Oh my God. Getting out of the Vegas strip is it's mind blowing, but no one really it's mind blowing. When they go to Vegas, they just think like it's the strip, but when you get out, right. No, Kansas or Kansas city, Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas is the one, but I've been to both of them in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh wait, what the fuck one was I in? No, Kansas City, Missouri. That's the one I was, I was surprised by both of them though. Uh-huh. And I've been to both of them. And uh, I that got confused about that a couple of times, but I was surprised by both of them. Yeah. I can't think of a place that I've gone to that I was below. Oh, Vancouver. Mm. That's our second I, episode. I went to Vancouver Ooh. and- and it's so close to Seattle, but looks nothing like Seattle. And I was re- it was the winter and I was really blown away by like the mountains and how pretty and it was sort of foggy. And I was like, oh, I really it's really beautiful here. Montreal. Obviously, I love old Montreal and going there. I lived in Montreal for a little bit doing the ethnic show. And that was a lot of fun. Um, I can't think of any other places, though. After a while, sometimes you get to places, especially in America, everything does feel sort of homogenized. You're like, all right, there's a Tripoli, there's a seven up or, or a, a seven eleven, or there's a you know, this and that. And but I think like in Vegas, I, I remember I was hanging out with Des Bishop and we went to old Vegas, but like where they're building up newer restaurants. And we you were we were having coffee that felt like you were in Brooklyn or like at these restaurants where they were inventive and creative and enjoyed the process of it. And it didn't feel like you were at a Maggiano's. So I I that part was fine for me, but yeah, sometimes you're like, oh God, I just want to watch Survivor in my hotel room. Have you ever gotten food poisoning in your travels? Okay, so um, the biggest, I, I, I'm going to have to start this off with like a travel fail. So okay, let's hear it. a travel fail of mine was don't eat Indian food before you go on a flight anywhere. But don't I also Indian get food, food poisoning from Indian food, which is vegan Indian food. And I take full responsibility for maybe something with the spices or who fucking. Yeah. Well, I just think in general, like, you know, play it safe. But so I had Indian food the night before I went to Bali. Now, mm. Bali itself is like, it's a 16 hour flight. Um, I went to Hong Kong and like a, a seven hour flight from Hong Kong to Bali. So that happened on the flight there. So I get to Bali. And day one is fine. Day two, uh, we went to the gay strip. There's like one road that has five gay bars and you can walk in and out with your drinks and there's mm. drag and all that stuff. And, you know, I had a vodka soda, a splash of cranberry, but I, in the ice in, from, I, they make ice, not with like a, a Brita filter. Um, so then I got Bali Belly and literally the next like five days I was like worst thing you can imagine. So it started oh, off with no. Indian food. That scene from off. Dumb and Dumber. I know. Right. And um, this was right during the Ebola scare or oh, like no. the Ebola outbreak. And oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm like in Bali and I'm like, I, I have Ebola. Like right. any gross, like getting blood, Every, getting blood, every, blood. Everyone was, Ebola was everywhere. I forgot about it. Yeah. And um, so this was, and this was also like my first experience, like flying business class. Flying mm. so business class home, and I'm like, I'm gonna get off the plane. I'm gonna infect everyone on the plane that I have Ebola. I just played, made this whole thing in my head that I had Ebola, 
And I finally got off the plane and I went right to my doctor and he's like, it's not a ball, you, you got volleyball. Um, but yeah, so that, that kind of ruined, I mean, it, it kind of ruined my first time in Bali. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend don't, you know, if you're going to drink something, just maybe like have a beer, you know, be safe mm-hmm. or like do wine, like do something that's safe. It's like the medieval times or ancient Rome where they didn't have clean water. So they just drank beer all the time because at least it was <laughs> not going to give them sick, but then everyone was just drunk. Uh, yeah. yeah but, but and like that's have like bottled water, you know? So I, I learned that sure. way. I learned that way. When that's I went to Mexico, because I mean- I'd never been to Mexico before. And so I remember like, even at the restaurant, they were pouring us water. And luckily I speak Spanish and I was like, oh, I know I need bottled water. And they were like, no, this is bottled water. And I was like, I know, and I'm sorry, but I need bottled water. And I never got sick. Mm. Well, look at you. Wish and you it's a prim- I mean, it's like, Bali. Right. Good tip to have. It's a, I mean, that's such a thing to be like, oh, I'm so thankful that we don't have to think about that. Cause it's like such a thing that like you wouldn't necessarily think of here, you know? And then, because yeah. getting food poisoning is fucking, oh. it's the worst feeling. And you don't know when it's going to end. And then you're disoriented. And especially if you think you have I mean, Ebola. Knock on wood, I've never, I've never had really food poisoning. Seriously? I've had it twice. Yeah. No. Um, the other time, the other travel time that I had it was I went to Cape Town. And on my mm. way to Cape Town, South Africa, we stopped in Joburg, Johannesburg. And um, yes. I did my lounge trick where I acted fierce and got into the lounge. Now they had like a spread. I mean, there was like, there, it was, I've never seen so much food. And of course I was starving. So I just like inhaled everything. And I kept making sure to be like, this is vegetarian, this is vegetarian. Well, I ate this whole plate of something that I was like, this seems a little fishy, but I don't know. And then I got to Cape Town and the whole first night I was just like, throwing up my life and like everybody went out it was like our first night we were there for pride and I was just like in my bed or like vomiting in the toilet so I think that was a little direct karma like maybe don't sneak right. in the lounge and try to eat everything Ravi like no no sneak in they're throwing that food out anyways sneak in and eat everything you did the right thing <laughs> have they caught you before I knock on wood I haven't been <laughs> knock on it I haven't been well if you if you purchase tickets with delta and fly internationally you get into the lounge for free oh well i don't have i don't have my i don't have delta points but he's doing american airlines i'm with delta they kept my status i'm still diamond oh look at you have you ever had blowback from one of your vlogs where you like shared something personal or there because I know sometimes with podcasting I'll share something and then someone will hear it and I'm like whoops so now I try to be really careful but yeah have you, have, have you been canceled <laughs> um so yeah um I did an episode of Cape Town when I was there and you know I was so excited to go there I was shooting a pilot for a new project on and I was working with their team for pride and I got to interview a bunch of locals um and I was so proud of it and we made this whole video and we put it out and I started getting comments and they're like, really, you're in Cape Town, South Africa, and you didn't include one black person. Mm. And this was at the moment, I think this was like before, like being canceled was like, a, you know, I feel like cancel culture really came into play in the last year and a half, right? Sure. Um, yeah, like last year. This was like five years ago. Um, and I still to this day, I keep the video up and there's still to this day good comments about it. And it was, a, you know, as a moment for me to own it and be like, I need yes. to be better. I need to be more inclusive. Yes. 
And I'm in Cape Town, South Africa, and I didn't include a single black person in my video, not even like B-roll footage. What's that about? You know, right. and so I and had it's to, a learning moment, like you it's said, a learning, it's a learning moment. moment. That's a I, that's a time where someone pointing it out is actually something you're like, oh, thank you, I've I've learned from this now. But we have to have those, like, if you just get called out and canceled for things, then you never have that ability to 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 change to learn to absolutely. Learn. And you know, I think there's a the the main problem in cancel culture era now is like. Yeah, I think people have to be really careful. You have to be really careful with your language. You have to be really careful with like your inclusivity and your diversity and all of that. But the second you get called out, take a beat, take a beat. Mm-hmm. Not that deep, take a beat. You don't have to go right on your story. Take a beat, take a moment. And if you can do better, you know, own it. Own it and yes. do better. And like, I continue to this day, like I um, I made a TikTok video over over the new year and I was talking about the different types of gay animals, the gay animal, mm. like the otters, the bears, the wolves, the giraffes, the pigs, like all of the animals. And like, I put a photo for each person for each animal. And then right away it was like, why is everyone white? And then I like, I took a moment of like, okay, I made an apology video right away. And then I redid it yep. and I put up the new one and that's it. So Great. like, that was like a, and it's, but it's also like some, I think it's a bigger, bigger thing to, to you know look into in, internally of like so when i'm on google and i search like gay otter or gay bear sure. gay twink gay giraffe mm. why is it always white people that show up mm-hmm. so and it's not like i'm but it's like you have to do a little bit more work you have to do a little absolutely bit, a little bit more mindful and so all these you know i've learned i've made so many mistakes in my life and my career and everything but um you know all i can do now is like continue to try to be more diverse and be more accepting and be more aware Absolutely. And being transparent in the process is so real and helpful too, because it's also like makes it more approachable to people because I feel like everyone has, there's so much pressure for people to like act like they had it 100% figured out. And it's like, well, that's a very dangerous place to be in, especially if you're, you know, privileged in some way, because the second you think that you haven't figured it out, then like, that's like really bad because you, you don't, you can't. Right. Right. How about you too? Has that happened to either of you? I'm sure, right? I've definitely said tons of stuff that I then am like, ooh, I need to learn and be better from that. Or And like, even on um, Cinco de Mayo, I was on a date on Cinco de Mayo and the woman I'm with is, I realized, I was like, I was like, oh, I've never, there's times where I've, I'll see people wearing like the hats and I've been like, oh, that seems a little, but like actually being with someone who is Mexican on Cinco de Mayo and seeing people like with the hats and we're in San Diego and they're like, mm. like white people, like screaming drunk, like, hola, hola, senor. I like felt it in my heart. And I like felt it because I was with someone who was like, this is hurtful. And I was like, this really is hurtful. And I can honestly say if I wasn't with someone that that affected, I would have just been like, oh, these people are annoying. But then I was like, it kind of hit me like, wow, like the implications of what's happening, what's happening at the border, like everything that's going on, like all of these things. And then people are just making a caricature of that and flaunting it but I wouldn't have had that awareness if I wasn't with someone from that community so I had to kind of have a moment with myself about that America loves to celebrate things we shouldn't celebrate and do it with drinking it's like yeah okay this is a little extreme extreme so many drunk I don't remember New York doing this like maybe they did I I don't know like but I I was definitely noticing it more because I was with well, that was, I'm know. from Chicago, and St. Patrick's Day is the worst day of the year in oh. Chicago. Oh my god, it's well, it's so oh, bad it's, in Boston too. In Boston, like, here's how bad it is in Chicago. Yeah. They have two separate parades for it. 
It's horrible. They dye the whole river green and then everyone is drunk in the city starting at 9 a.m. And it's like, so now when St. Patrick's Day hits in New York, I'm like, oh my God, like PTSD. I'm like, this is nothing compared to Chicago. Chicago's a fucking shit show. Yeah. What's worse, St. Patrick's Day or SantaCon? Because SantaCon's Santacon. fucking brutal. Kill me. St. Patrick's Day, because more people are involved. You, There's a lot of people in SantaCon. Uh, I, I promise you. Where you live, I, yeah. I promise you, if you've experienced St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, nothing is worse. Okay. I promise anyone from Chicago can attest to this that it's just, I'd rather SantaCon than those horrible, oh God, the green beer, the throwing up at 10 a.m., the river's green. It's just a nightmare. Well, SantaCon, though, is like straight pride. Yes, it is. And it so is. It's just Hate like, say it. it's true. At least with St. Patrick's Day, there's some gays sprinkled in. Not that, not yeah. that but when you by St. Patrick's Day is like St. Is, is straight pride because at least we have all the colors. They just pick the ugliest one. Like they looked at the rainbow and they're like, we're going to pick the ugliest color to celebrate. Like, like of course they would. Oh, green without gr- blue and yellow. Get a grip. <laughs> well, Saint this Patrick's has been. Day pride And St. Patrick's Day pride in Boston is, or St. Patrick's Day in Boston is probably a close second to chicago it's very probably it's yeah because boston's a, so irish yes well yeah. this has been we've learned a lot today um yes, can you please you. tell us where we can follow you where we can find you sure so uh, i'm on instagram with ravi round the world it's alliteration not around ravi round the world ravi round the world on youtube and on tiktok and then follow the gaycation travel show we're going to be launching on friday on youtube may 14th and vacationmagazine.com. They have all the information. Check it out, subscribe, comment, and hopefully we'll see you all in a city near you. But we're going to be giving you Manhattan on Friday. That's so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. A podcast network.